Blessings upon blessings, everyone. This is Lady E with Women Embracing Restoration Ministry under the umbrella of our church, the House of Healing and Restoration, where there is new life with new hope. I want to take the time to thank my Heavenly Father, who is a wonderful, great Father, an amazing God, creator of all things, one that keeps his promises extends to us daily mercies that endures forever and ever and ever. I want to recognize my husband, senior pastor, Bishop Dr. Charles Jones Jr., our two daughters, Angel and Deaconess Charlissa Jones, our superintendent, Candace Wangard, our forever growing church family. I want to thank Mayor Will Stevenson, the manager here at WXAN, the WXAN family, all the surrounding pastors who are invested into sowing into the communities like Victory Church in Carbondale, Illinois, Bishop Nolan, Pastor Karen, all of her board members, her leaders, members of First Christian Church. I want to thank all the women embracing restoration listeners out there who support the work and call of God in spite of unforeseen circumstances. I have a word for the ladies. Growing in faith on today, mostly I preach at a pulpit reaching few, but I'm so humbly blessed to have space here at WXAN that will allow me to reach a multitude of listeners who are already craving God's attention. So I am excited to give what God has given me. I would like to talk about toxic relationships. This topic is not always discussed in church. It is hard to believe that people come to church as a family and outwardly looking like a beautiful family, well put together. But the family is suffering as a whole because there is abuse in that family. Or maybe you're not going to church but you find yourself in an abusive relationship that you can't get away from. And I pray for each person involved in that situation without passing judgment, but I'm speaking out as a means of concern for my brothers and sisters' salvation, and I pray for eternal salvation right now in the name of Jesus. When I got saved, I promised God that I would live for him and only him. There has been some bumps I trampled over, hills that were hard to walk due to the inclination of the hill, and even mountains that I had to literally exhaust over-breathing technique known to man to climb over. And when I climbed over the mountain, I knew that it wasn't by my own strength. There has been some raging storms and some I was able to face with no problem and some it seemed like I was barely holding on. And those moments where life challenges and unexpectedness was coming hastily, I found myself panicking, doubting, low in spirit, and I would reach out to people hoping that they could help me up, pull me out of the pit. 
but nobody was able to pull me out but Jesus. Somebody say, Jesus will pull you out. Jesus will pull you out. Some challenges I had to face with God until I was able to bring that problem and cast that care upon God, I would feel the problem was huge like the sons of Anak in Numbers 13, 33, and take me down. Ladies, my testimony on what God can do is infinite, not limited. I've been through so much that I could honestly not tell it all, but I'm here today to express my heart, which is open wide to those that are here listening, wanting to hear from God, because they're walking around like zombies, unaware of the word of God. They need to hear the word in the most simplest form because they do not understand the Bible. All they know is that they are empty inside. They are standing in the need of prayer. They are moments from the dehydration of catastrophic moments of life. Their bodies are in need of that living water. Jesus said, if any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. We need that nourishment that we can only get from Jesus. We will suffer sometimes. We are enduring hurt, pain, judgment from others, ridicule, slander, long-suffering, some of us suffer in silence. Some of us are in violent, toxic relationships, and they feel pinned down, bolted down. They feel like they can't escape from that person. It's hard for our minds to fathom and to grasp that they fell victim to an abusive relationship. And that is what I would like to talk about. Toxic violent relationships yes in the beginning so sweet so nice so pure in the beginning the relationship started off with courtships that seem to be too good to be true they start off by opening doors for you treating you to dinner speaking to you lovingly and kindly but somewhere down the line it makes a turn for the worse and he begins to make you feel isolated from friends and family. Trying to get you involved to experiment with different types of drugs so he can dominate you. Make you work so he can take your money. And abuse you in every type of way. Not just physically but mentally, emotionally and some even sexually. To the point where you feel unworthy of love. And you lose trust, not just in people, but you lose trust in God because you feel so lost and so broken. And how could a God that loves me so much have me go through this and endure this over and over and over again? I cry out. And yet my prayers are not answered. But often we don't want to let go of that relationship because we invest so much into these relationships trying to make it work. Trying to force the relationship to be what you want it to be. 
forcing ourselves and convincing others, oh, it's not so bad. He's not so bad. They're not so bad. Saying that the person has potential to be great for you. You have children together, so that means that leaving them will cause the children to be destitute. It will cause the children not to see their non-custodial parent. But those are lies that the enemy uses to keep you entangled. And you can forgive that person because I, I'm a true believer in forgiveness. The word says that we should forgive. But does forgiveness means that the person that hurts you, we need to go back to that person and let them consistently abuse you over and 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 over again. Some of us make excuses to live in harsher situations, fearing the unknown of what it will be like to be freed from your abuser. You tell yourself, if I leave my abuser, I may have to move. I might have to get another job. I might have to pay someone to watch my children and make a plan and execute that plan to start over gives you a headache because it's a lot. But going back to the one who is oppressing you, beating you, verbally assaulting you, financially assaulting you is not better. It will never get better. Just because you experience a good day, going backwards is never a goal we should accept. In the Bible, the Israelites were leaving Egypt. Moses, their deliverer from God, led them from bondage. They were slaves. They were being beaten. They were laboring all day with hard task masters without breaks. People were dying off. They had no rest. They cried out to God and God heard their cries. And he remembered the covenant with Abraham and he sent Moses to free them. When they were finally free from their oppressors, they came to another fork in the road, the Red Sea in front of them and which they could not cross and their enemies, the Egyptians behind them. Let's read this together. Let's read Exodus 14, starting at verse 14. Would that be okay, everyone? If we could just turn our Bibles, if we're not driving right now, let's turn to Exodus 14 and 14. And it says, and the Lord spake unto Moses saying, and when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians, for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians that we should die in the wilderness. The Egyptians changed their mind about letting them go free. So they pursued after them. The Israelites saw from afar their enemies. The Egyptians and Pharaoh and his army were on chariots, were right behind them coming towards them. And they were afraid as anybody would be. And since they were encamped by the Red Sea in front of them, they felt trapped both ways and they saw destruction both ways. It was hard for them to judge what would be worse 
living in Egypt or drowning in the sea. And that's how we feel sometimes. Sometimes we feel like staying connected to people who mistreat us and who mistreat us better than being alone. We feel like we are drowning in our mixed emotions. And when we can't handle the sting of facing reality that we really just don't want to be alone by our own selves because the enemy warps our brains with regret, brings up happy moments with that abuser. Oh, you were so happy with that person. You used to be happy with that person. And then he uses that person to call you over and over and over. Because the enemy is using him to keep you down. And he wants you to go back. Because he tells you things will be different. But they never are. They never are. And the time you wasted, invested into that relationship, you could have literally graduated from undergrad college and graduate college. Because the enemy robs our time in that way. But that's okay. Because just like God made a way for the Israelites, he receded the Red Sea so they could cross. And they made it over to the other side successfully. And if he did it for them, he could do it for you. Romans 2.11 says, For there is no respect of a person with God. Because he has no respect of a person. God treats us all the same. Somebody say glory be, to God. glory be to God. People might have popularity, but God loves each and every one of us, no matter your obstacle. God is a deliverer. He can deliver us out of any situation that seems too hard for us. I know that you hear this spoken and it sounds like your situation is bigger than most people. And you might be right to some degree. We might not know your story. We might not have experienced all the troubles that came your way. Yes, you had a hard life surrounded by people who could never get it together. You might have seen toxic relationships as role models. And therefore, that type of love is all you know. The abuser might not understand that his actions is causing destruction in the family dynamic structure, causing repeated cycles which are known by the term generational curses, struggles passed down from generation to generation, and that it becomes a curse because nobody has put a stop to the act. We can stop the act of violence. We can turn from our wicked ways. We can submit ourselves before our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and make the choice to live better. But it starts with a change in your mindset. A made up mind. You have to get to the point where you are so desperate for the change that you will not let not just one person hinder you. Thus, you cut them off if you have to. If you have to walk away from people to secure your salvation with God. If you have to read your Bible every day to establish a relationship with him. If you need to sit on the altar at the church with your eyes closed to concentrate and better focus on him. If you feel more comfortable, watch sermons online on the radio wherever you can reach him find yourself reaching out to him we are living 
We are living in a world, hallelujah, that tells us that Jesus, hallelujah, does not exist. Jesus was just a prophet. He is not the son of God. You don't need to pray to him because there is no God. But I tell you right now, because there is a God and my Bible convinces me that through him, I can have abundant life. Reference John 10 and 10. Jesus also said in John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. And John 10, 9 from the Amplified Bible says, I am the door. Anyone who enters through me will be saved and will live forever and will go in and out freely and find pasture, spiritual security. We can't omit Jesus. We can't skip over him like he doesn't exist. We have to accept him in order to get to God. And that is a sermon within itself. It starts with Jesus. God wants to do a new thing in us. We have to stop consciously sinning. Sin is breaking the divine laws, doing things we know we are not supposed to be doing toward each other and ourselves, like lying, cheating, stealing, fornicating, serving other gods, not loving God, not loving our sisters and brothers, causing harm to each other, not honoring our parents, coveting lifestyles of others, wanting what other people have, jealousy and envy. There is more and having days where you are good does not secure your spot in heaven. Just because you sit in the pew every Sunday does not mean that your heart is aligned with the word of God. And it doesn't mean that you're right either. Making steps daily to cleanse your sins changing towards the betterment of God means to stop disobeying him allow the Holy Spirit to convict you by abiding by God's word standards rules of regulations ethics morals allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you confess your sins to God every day even your negative thoughts don't act so quickly. Ask God to guide your footsteps and to word your mouth. Resist the devil's temptations by using the word of God, the holy scriptures against him. Don't fight the devil on your own strength. You will lose. Colossians 3, 2-3 and 5 says, Set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death your members which are on earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience and which yourselves once walked when you lived in them. Good days does not equate to a better person. And please understand that the abuser needs help. You're not the expert that can help that abusive person. 
If anything, you are hindering that person to receive the help they need. Because as long as you stay with that person, then that person will be in denial. The abuser sincerely believes it is because of you that they are who they are. With you out the way, they could come to terms. They can let God deal with them and let God deal with you as well. Both of you need healing from God. Let go of toxic relationships in your life. Put your trust in God. And I'm talking yes to the women's ministry or through the women's ministry. Because the word that he gave to me is based on situations that even I myself had to overcome. And I thank the Lord for that. And I thank the Lord for his deliverance and his mercy and his goodness that walks besides me every single day of my life. I dedicate and tithe my life to his will and his ministry to help women and empower them throughout the world to live righteous, to make the decision to live righteous and pick up their cross and follow Jesus. Won't you follow Jesus today? I thank and praise God for the opportunity to be here. To speak with you. To pray with you. Because there were times where I went through rough times. Due to disobedience towards God. Rebelling towards God. Turning my back on him. Because I didn't want to stop sinning. But I learned later that there is a need for everyone. To follow Jesus. Amen. The Bible says many are called but few are chosen. It gives an example about the wedding feast. On how everyone was invited but a man came without proper wedding garments and was escorted out. You can read more on that in Matthew twenty-two fourteen. Everyone is invited to salvation, but not everyone will do the right thing and live according to the will of God. But I decree and declare on today that after today, somebody will lift up their holy hands and say, what must I do to be saved? Because the time is now. We are in that very hour of the second coming of Christ. We see evident signs today. But some will not believe until it's too late. But we live now on borrowed time. And those that listen to Christian stations hear about time winding up all the time. In the days of Noah... He was building that ark. And I'm pretty sure it was probably 75 degree weather. And I'm just being funny, but maybe it was. It was probably beautiful outside. No one believed him. We are on borrowed time. Nobody believed him. That one day that it would flood and it was going to flood out the whole earth. Nobody believed him. But there came a time where there was a flood 
and all he could save was his, was his family. And what a shame. What a shame to live this life and establishing pain and hurt and sorrow day to day. And that when he comes back in hell, you lift your eyes. Because we're on borrowed time. If we are on borrowed time from God, then we are in his debt. Knowing that there is no repayment plan that we can give to God for all he has done. We should spend our time doing the things that we know to do to appease God and God only. And what I love about God is that when we're at our weakest, vulnerable moment, he revives our spirits. He lifts us up. And I am in awe of his extremely undeniably strong power that when I get off track, he allows me to get back on track. When I feel like I lose control, he reassures me confidently that he is still in control. He is still high up on his throne. And if I choose to worry, it is not because he can't solve my problem, but I'm choosing to rely on my own strength, my own mindset, my own agenda. And because I can't handle the pressure, I get anxious. I lose sleep. I forget that the battle is not mine and that the battle has already been won. I pray for everybody out there that's tuning in. Thank you for listening to Women Embracing Restoration. I am the head executive pastor of the House of Healing and Restoration. May there be a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his holy word. Amen.
saying, there is more that I require of thee. Will your heart and soul say yes? Will your heart and soul say yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will your spirit? 